All right, all right. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, for the next hour, I aim to entertain and educate you about music and causes that enrich your life. A delicious mix of talking and music we call fun philanthropy or funlanthropy, where the desire to improve the welfare of others is combined with music and fun. Today, you will meet singer-songwriter Carol Sylvan. You will also meet Susan Schnitzer and Carol, Caroline Peck from the Connecticut Institute for Refugees and Immigrants right here in Bridgeport, who work very hard to help new entrants to our community have the support and resources to be productive and have a happy life. More on them later. I'm Rob Freed, and welcome to Band Central Radio. You made it. And we broadcast the fourth Monday of every month here on WPKN 89.5 FM here in Bridgeport. And on your audio device of choice, anytime you want to listen via WPKN podcasts. We are also streaming live today on WPKN's YouTube channel. And, and thank you to Band Central for helping us to actually get the gear and the equipment. To do this. Well, that yeah. this is true. That was part of a Band Central grant That's program right. to uh, WPKN. Well, as you can hear, that lovely baritone voice was none other than WPKN <laughs> general manager, Steve DiCostanzo. You've got a great face for radio. Yeah, right. uh, <laughs> uh, hey, hey, well, Steve, we, how you we doing? We have to have a good face now that we're actually live streaming, right? So well, This is true. This is true. Where's the hair and makeup when you need them? Hey, Steve, you know, while, while, while I got you talking yeah. here, you know, we all know in this area, WPKN, for the great programmers, the musical diversity, though, can you give us an update on PKN's initiatives to make our sure. community a better place. Yeah. Well, y since we last uh, spoke, we had an incredible closing event for Black History Month. And we had the modern dance company, Bill T. Jones, Arnie Zane Company from New York. And uh, they were at the Quick Center for the Arts. And it was just an incredible multicultural celebration. And we had a great turnout and made a little money as well in the, in the process. But it was just great to engage so many different communities to come out for that. And that's uh, kind of what we're doing since we moved downtown. It's uh, so much different to, to be right in the locus of all the action, you know, right in this kind of urban center uh, in the largest uh, city in Connecticut. So one, one of the ways we can measure our richness as a community is through the arts and the culture yeah. the, mu the museums. You know, I not not too long ago, I went to the, the, the art museum up at Yale. God, what an experience. Mm, you know, if exactly. you take advantage of these things around here, it's very enriching. Uh, yeah, we, and we we're also looking forward to Juneteenth. Uh, we are taking some of the grant money that we got and we're applying it to Juneteenth and uh, we're going to be uh, doing a collab with a group called Gang Poetry, which does uh, some slam poetry and spoken word. And we're going to have some films as well that probably at the at the Bijou Theater. What's the best way for people to just get a rundown of events happening at PKN? Yeah, good question. Uh, probably just the, our website, WPKN.org. And we have, you know, our, our own calendar of events, and you'll see uh, pretty much everything that's coming up in the next couple of months. And your listener page on Facebook is pretty pretty active with you yes. know with a stream of stuff. Yeah. If, well, yeah. How would people find that? Well, we so that's a WPKN listener community. That's the, yeah. our our page that uh, anyone can can post on. And then we have WPKN Community Radio, which is our official. Uh, you, uh, our official uh, Facebook page that, you know, only we can post uh, on topics. Great. But well, uh, yeah, it's, and also Instagram. We've got a very, very good Instagram page. A uh, lot, a lot of followers. Great. Well, thank you, Steve. And thanks. You know, it's always worthwhile to spend a few minutes double clicking on the importance of WPKN. Well, so you. we, so we were aware of uh, your contribution to the community. Uh, moving on. You know, I love supporting my wife, my friends, and musicians on their artistic journeys. 
Uh, and I extend this same invitation to you, WPKN listener and, uh, and band central community member. You know, we can all experience creativity and communication as we channel, you know, positive energy into the world and in nature to create better outcomes for all of us. Now, please find time today in your day and in your week to get inspired and create, even if it seems mundane. It doesn't need to be grandiose. Even when we do something like finding a a way around the traffic jam or coming up with a new recipe for food we like, it's creative. And we experience this creative juice of nature coming through us. So check out Rick Rubin's recent book called The Creative Act. He's this legendary music producer who says creativity is not something that you do. Rather, it's a way of being. It has to do with getting back to the innocence of our childhood mind. And it is something everyone needs to do. And I get it. This sounds kind of transcendental, but that's me. I'm your radio talk show host, so mm-hmm. you're stuck with it. <laughs> hey, related to this and yet a little different, um, I'm, I'm fresh off of some travels in Mexico. And last month, I was awed by the close connection of the Mayan people, that what they have with nature and the cosmos. And one of my takeaways, Mayans have a perspective that's been used by indigenous peoples throughout the Americas where they see themselves as caretakers of nature and each other. And each act of caretaking, no matter how small, makes an impact. You know, and so I returned to Connecticut and I'm pondering how every act of caretaking that we do from supporting young adults with development disabilities to helping a food pantry to cleaning up a beach, mentoring inner city school kids, etc. Whatever, mm. whatever you like, it sends out a ring of positive energy to the world. Uh, Gandhi once said, the earth, the air, the land and the water are not an inheritance from our forefathers but on loan from our children. So we have to hand it over to them, at least as it was handed over to us. When we act as caretakers of Connecticut, our collective impact will be strong enough to change the direction of the harmful forces we seek to change. And it is with this hope around this collective power that Band Central creates a platform around music and giving so we can make Connecticut a good place for us, for our children and our children's children. Thanks for listening. Hey, you, we're going to take a listen to one of Carol Selvin's new tracks. It's called Saving Up for Your Love. We'll be right back.
Wow, wow. We just amazing. Yeah, we just heard Saving Up for Your Love by our next guest, Carol Sylvan. Wow, I'm out of breath. We will talk to her in a moment. But first, but first, let me update you on Band Central. So Band Central, the first thing, Band Central is a team. It's a team. It's made up of me as the executive director and founder, Andy Cadison, who was the former radio talk show host for many years, is our executive producer. Paula Murphy, our director of operations, keeping all the trains running on time. And Audrey Neforis, our director of communications. And basically what we do, we have this mission. We call it show up, get down, and do good. And what we do is we provide grant money and advice and technical assistance to nonprofits And then we perform at shows. And um, that resulted in a million dollars raised last year, our best year ever for Mm -hmm. local nonprofits. And it brings our total raise since we started this over 15 years ago to $6 million. Well, congratulations. That's uh, that's, uh, impressive. Thank you. Thanks. We're, we're, you know, we're proud of it. And, and I, you know, and, for those of you not familiar, I just want to say a, a, a tiny bit about how it works, how mm-hmm. our model works. So we're, we're a private philanthropy. And as I mentioned, our mission is to help nonprofits in the Connecticut area maximize their special event revenue by bringing them together with musicians and donors and audiences through these themed music concerts. And uh, what we do is we provide a grant to the nonprofit to help kickstart the event, if you will, from our donor-advised fund at the Fairfield County's Community Foundation. And then we work closely with the nonprofit during the planning of the event to basically engage their donors, attract new donors, help them raise funds. And um, it's kind of a unique combination of my background as a, a business person where, you know, I spent over three decades at, at the hedge fund Bridgewater Associates. Uh, with my, you know, my passion for music and and desire to do, to do well, to do good, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, you know, you can contact us at at uh, you know or via our website experiencebandcentral.com. So, so that's that. Yeah, and, something, uh, something tells me you have a busy schedule coming up. <laughs> Well, we do, and, and I was I was going to get to that. Basically, we've got 12 theme shows that are happening in wow. 2023, yeah. and uh, I want to tell you the names of some of these amazing musicians who are joining us mm. this year, because I really respect them, and, and I want to put the musicians right up top here. Carol Sylvan, who we're going to be interviewing momentarily, uh, Gabrielle Lakshmi, Stephanie Harrison, Joe Bouchard, Joan Levy Hepburn, John Torres, Bill Carbone, Gray Fowler, Fuzz, Cyrus Madden, Anthony David, Eric Kalb, Tiger McNeil, Pat Morafioti, Barry Blumenfield, Rob Somerville, Rob Volo, Marcos Torres Jr., Mike Marble, Ronnie Sissia, Lou Bodak, Brad Helene, Brad Milov, Steve Redler, Pat Williams, Matt Bell, John Varholak, and I'm probably forgetting a few people. And we're performing some amazing shows. We're doing a show called The Spectrum of Rock, another show called Flower Power, Songs from the Generation of Love, Funk and Disco of the 1970s, and To the Max Reunion. And it's for some amazing nonprofits, the Kennedy Collective, Operation Hope, New Canaan Mounted Troop, Wolfgang and Company, Siri. Kinetic, uh, Sterling House, Mission, CLASP, Children's Learning Center, Center for Family Justice, FTC, Cardinal Sheehan Center, and our very own WPKN, who's celebrating their 60th anniversary this year. Yay! Yeah, yeah, yeah. And here are the upcoming dates. April 20th for the Connecticut Institute for Refugees and Immigrants, Funk and Disco at the Park City Music Hall. May 17th. To benefit Fairfield Theater at Fairfield Theater is the To The Max reunion. On the 19th of May, to benefit New Canaan Mounted Troop, Jazz and Dance at Weeburn Country Club. And on June 1st, 
to benefit Team Wolfgang Funk and Disco at Park City Music Hall. So as I mentioned, you can you know sign up to our Band Central newsletter, which is monthly, get our tour dates, follow us on Facebook at Experience Dance Central. You can also check out uh, my website at robfreedmusic.com for stuff. Now joining us now is Carol Sylvan. Carol is a classically trained pop and jazz singer, vocal arranger, songwriter, and educator. She began singing in church. However, at age 16, she opened up for James Brown at Yankee Stadium. Wow. (laughs) Period. Period. (laughs) Pause. <laughs> she began her career. That defines a career. <laughs> uh, she began her career as a classic singer, and she attended the Brooklyn Conservatory of Music, Juilliard School of Music, and during her junior year in college, she went on the road with a show band for forty-four weeks. So that's trial by fire. And she started writing songs with the Fatback Band and performing lead vocals oh, on like the band's that. first hit called "Money," mm. but. Closer to home, and this should relate to a lot of PKN listeners who are going to remember the name I'm about to say. She sang on Charlie Carp's final studio album. Mm. And that that gives me and many of the WPKN yeah. fans and listeners um, goosebumps, Steve. Mm. because And that album was he called was, Back to yeah. You. Charlie Carp yeah. was a, a, a phenom mm. and, and a great guy. Um, yeah, we miss him for sure. Yeah. For sure. And in uh, 2021, Carol released a 10-song album that debuted at number nine on Relax. Welcome, Carol. Hi. Hey, Rob. Oh, man. How you doing, Steve? <laughs> All right, Carol. I, I, I'm, Carol, I'm, I'm still fr- thinking about that song I heard. You know, <laughs> I know. That was a fantastic uh, soul. So, so let, yeah. let's just... Why voice? Why not oboe or guitar? Why, why voice? I'm going to give you an answer that someone else asked me a, qu- a question similar to that. And I told them this, and I still believe this to this day. It's the only time people listen to me. Mm. Huh. And that's why. So, so say more about that. So when you're singing, you're saying? Yeah. You can yeah. command the listening that in the, in the din of the world yeah. people and, and aren't really right listening now, you know and i've come to evolve about that because now um i feel that it not only does that gives me a, a a listening audience but it also is stress relieving it is music is and that's why i love doing it in the schools you know teaching kids how to sing and how to relate to music because it's something that a lot of young people especially in the inner cities don't get mm. and so right. and i i know we all came up with it we were all Boy. you know had that had that advantage but our children today don't and i really feel that that core that that right and left brain activity needs to be cohesive it shouldn't be left all the time it, it, that analytical part yeah that's good i understand that you need reasoning skills but that artistic side that creative side like you were talking about earlier it's so important because when a child learns to create, that means they're using their imagination. Use your imagination. That opens up a whole new world. Yeah, You're th- able this, to think. You know, this is a little bit of that Mozart effect where the 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 rational learning is going into one lobe of the brain, right. but the music engages the other lobe of the brain, and right. then you get this corpus callosum that is the connection, and to really learn, it needs to be both sides of the brain Definitely. playing together. And so, there, you know, there's this role in music and music education that's kind of under you know underappreciated yeah, today really as, as it kind of gets knocked out of school it gets cut it go, yeah, the cuts the you know the first thing that goes yeah, is arts you know horrible. and in hey, bridgeport is uh, an extreme example of yeah, that so unfortunately yeah, yeah now carol tell us a little bit about the track that we just heard um uh uh, I know you had some great players on oh, it, God, and yes. you know, and God, just tell we us. had the Uptown Horns. That would be yeah. Crispin, Crispin and Larry, and Larry yeah. um, Arno, you know, yeah. uh, Bob Funk. This, this, yeah, amazing guys. Yeah, yeah, and, and saving up your love. What about what? What is it? Where? What's the inspiration for that track? What's What's that about? Well. Um, saving up for your love. Yeah, saving up for your love. Mm. Well, Rafe Klein, who's my executive producer, oh, okay. he he gave he brought it. 
he brought it to me and um i said oh yeah i like that but we got to change some of this you know and i just went to work with him and we just you know collaborated on it and got it together and then they did the uh crispin did the horn parts you know he created the horn the horn section and, well congratulations yeah. to rafe and yeah. uh and crispin wow yeah yeah and it just and it just worked and and Am I correct in saying that's Scott on bass? Yeah. So there's the great Scott, Scott Spray. Bobby you know. T. Bobby, Bobby T. T. Come on, on drums. Come on. Yeah. When you got those yeah. guys in the cellar, not yeah. a lot's gonna go, <laughs> not a lot could go no. wrong. Now, is yeah. this a recent uh, release? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's on my new EP. All right. You have a four song, four song EP that came out after the um, ten song oh, um, CD. Yeah. So let's let's talk about the now for a minute. The now. The now. So. What is getting you most inspired musically right now? You did mention the importance of music to your own healing, to your own sense of calm. And But talk to us a little bit. And it doesn't have to be just what you're singing. It could be what you're listening to, mm-hmm. what, you know, what what is getting you most inspired musically? Wow. Um, inspired. I think it's just life because I see so much going on today and it seems like when people talk to me I, I have a song I have a soundtrack in my brain and so if someone says something automatically I go to that whatever that song is they can say whatever it is well you know I saw so and so walk this way and I start singing walk on by in my head mm-hmm. you know just different things right. like that and I you know I think it's a really good frame of reference it's better than the alternative you know you know what it, <laughs> you know what it reminds me of is so Grateful Deadheads have a way of every single thing that happens in life, mm-hmm. they can tie it back to a lyric in a song. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's me. <laughs> to a Grateful Dead song, right? Specifically. To a Grateful Dead yeah, song yeah, specifically. Yeah. And this will become the content of their posts of their life. Yeah. And it's, mm. it's actually so beautiful yeah. that, that it's, it's, it's a full vacuum. It's a full circle. Mm. You know, it's great. Uh, I like the idea that uh, almost anything that you uh, come across, it, it can be a trigger for a song. For a you song, know? yeah. You know, Walking you're down always, the street, you see a kid. So you're always, like, uh, even, eyes and um, ears are open. Oh, there's a song, oh God. There's a song that I wrote, because I do house music too. Mm, and so there's a song I call, I, I wrote called Change It. And somebody <laughs> Road Rage. And I said, okay, uh, are you going to go there with that? All right. And I, I stayed with me the whole time. And I went home and I just penned a song. I just sat down and wrote the song about it. Like, you need, you don't like your life? Change it. Hmm. You don't like what you see? Change it. Yeah, so that... And by the <laughs> way, by the way, this fits into my monologue where I said earlier that everybody can, can create and communicate. Hmm. Now, somebody else might go home and write that in a journal... Or talk about it with their kids at the dinner table. Mm-hmm. You just happen to use your medium, which is I then create a song, which I work on with Rafe, mm-hmm. and then and I memorialize it, but also becomes something that you meditate on as you're producing. And you know, right. like you said earlier, the music is always coming back to your own healing and your own mm-hmm. your own journey. Um, tell us a little bit about kind of what do you have coming up. That our, listen, that our listeners should know about? Well, I'm going to be at the porch April 23rd. I'm with you. On the 20th. On the 20th. Um, I'm, I also sing with a disco group called Music. Push, push, in the bush. Keep yeah, on jumping. Yeah, yeah that's, I'm, I've been with them since 79. Really? Still, yeah, Wait, we, you were, you, yeah, you were yeah. part of that Yeah, group? yeah. Music, so Music. Oh, music, yeah. I, I, yeah. I play that all the time. Oh, yes. Push, so, push, in the bush. Yeah, absolutely. There you go. <laughs> so we, we are performing. Um, that's incredible. Yeah. We, uh, see, uh, April 13th was somewhere. I know the 15th is Lehman College. Yeah. Yeah, but I got, you know, different things going on. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. I got a lot going on. Go to the website, carolsilver.com. Let's do a moment here on, on website and social media. So we just, and if you're driving on 95, don't take out your pencil or your <laughs> or your phone to write this down. You could always catch it in the archives or or, EK, mm-hmm. or, or email Steve DiCostanza. But your, your website again is? CarolSylvan.com. And it's Carol with an E. C-A-R-O-L-E-S-Y-L-V-A-N. Yes. And on social media, any? The Real Carol Sylvan on Instagram and Carol Sylvan the Artist on Facebook and also Carol Sylvan. 
So you can hear Carol Sylvan on April 20th at the Park City Music Hall yeah, yeah. for this great mm-hmm. show that we're doing to benefit our next guests who will be joining us, Susan and Caroline from the Connecticut Institute for Refugees and Immigrants. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, can we can we close this interview with maybe you and me playing a song together live in the studio acoustic? Show never. All right. So one thing I've always wanted to... I played this live with Carol with the whole band, but we've never performed this together. So kind uh, of stripped down here. In a stripped down <laughs> version. Yeah. We're, we're going to do a little uh, Dusty Springfield, cool. uh, son of a preacher, man. What do you wow. think of that? Steve? Well, this is, I think it's a treat. This is going to be the first, uh, well, one of the first songs, actually, uh, going over live stream. Really? For WPKN. I know Dave Golden's had a couple of uh, folks in, and... Uh, Joseph Chelly had uh, a performer this morning, but uh, this is uh, okay. this is uh, breaking some new so ground. So I've got my I've got my little parlor guitar here, mm. and uh, and we're we're just gonna mic this right live in the studio. Nice. Yeah, that was Carol Sylvan. Carol Sylvan singing Son of a Preacher Man. Uh, Guess what? It's time for News of the Benevolent. We can change the world. And what we're doing is spotlighting causes and happenings in our community toward making the world a better place. As you know, Band Central does live music events to raise awareness and funds for organizations helping with hunger, education, basic human services to make our community a better place. And through the power of music with purpose, we can make a difference out there. So if you can find it in your heart to attend one of our events or simply give to these organizations, you can literally change people's lives. Here are some of the organizations we're working with this spring and summer. 
the Kennedy Collective Autism Project, providing skills and life training for people with autism. Visit them at thekennedycollective.org. Center for Family Justice, supporting victims of domestic and sexual violence. Centerforfamilyjustice.org. Sterling House Community Center. Hub of the Stratford Community. Sterlinghousecc.org. The Connecticut Institute for Refugees and Immigrants, supporting immigrants and refugees and, you know, new entrants to our state. Check them out at CIRICT.org. Fairfield Theater Company, protecting and promoting music and arts in our community. FairfieldTheater.org, Wolfgang and Company, skills and life training for young adults with developmental disabilities. WolfgangCo.org and New Canaan Mounted Troop. Also, skills and life training with young adults with a de- developmental disabilities providing an equine experience through horses. New Canaan Mounted Troop.org. <clears throat> Joining us now are Susan Schnitzer and Caroline Peck of Siri. And uh, I can't wait to talk to them. Susan has been a leader in, in our community for a while, and she's committed to affecting social change through operational development, like really getting things done, legislative advocacy and community action. She has a strong knowledge of systems related to domestic and sexual violence, prisoner reentry, child welfare, and interrelated social service systems. All really vital stuff. Caroline Peck has been an active board member at Siri for eight years. She just finished chairing the board for the past three years and is still leading strategic initiatives there. She's a marketing exec with other, over 30 years of experience, primarily in financial services, mainly with uh, Citibank and, uh, and Charles Schwab. Uh, you know, in my mind, having done you know, over a hundred events. Uh, to me, Caroline Peck is an example of what an engaged board member is really about. So as I mentioned, we have an upcoming event on Thursday, April 20th at the Park City Music Hall to support Siri. So I'm really happy Susan and Caroline are here in the studio with us today. Welcome. Thank, Thank you. you. So why don't you each take a turn? Just tell us a little more about yourselves. Like, how did you even become aware and involved of Siri? Well, um, I learned about Siri when I was getting married, actually. We, my husband and I like to give back. And we were getting married and we're both older at the time and thought we don't want regular wedding gifts. And we wanted to find a local charity where we could have guests make a donation. So I actually went shopping for charities to see what would resonate with us. And my husband um, has done a lot of work with refugees. He chaired UNHCR's advisory board and visited a number of refugee camps in Africa. So he wanted something with refugees. I wanted something that was local where I could bring my daughter, who was six at the time, so she could get involved and she could see Beyond Fairfield County. I mean, I love Fairfield County. It's beautiful. But let's face it, it's a bubble. It is not what Mm -hmm. the rest of the world is like and how people live. And I wanted her to understand um, really what was out there and to be able to meet people from other countries and see what their lives have been like. So... I found out about Siri, and they obviously did refugee resettlement, so that hit right there to us. And I was also impressed by the affordable immigration legal services work. And my father was an immigrant who came here from Germany after World War One, and that is actually when Siri started was in 1918, mm-hmm. and it was to help with the refugees coming from Europe from World War One. So there was a connection there for me. Mm-hmm. And then when I asked Siri if it would be possible for me to bring my daughter when I did volunteer work, they said, absolutely. And so we started um, throwing craft parties for refugee children. And my daughter would ask some friends, and they would come up with ideas for crafts that they could teach refugee children. And we did different theme parties, like a Valentine's Day party, a Winter Wonderland. And 
our kids and the refugee children would make crafts together. And it was just a beautiful thing. Caroline, I love this story because it's about it, it, it's about you not just doing good, but it's about parenting skills. It's about you decided you needed to find something. It's about marriage skills. It's, you know, it's like you involved your whole life in this. Well, and, I mean, we were getting married and starting a new life, and I had my daughter. And, and it's just, I think, too, with children, if you can teach them early giving back, that's such an important life lesson. So that becomes something that they seek to integrate in their life going forward. Yes, we, we are. Like you said, the bubble that we know as Fairfield County, we are at risk of uh, feeling entitled. <laughs> and how do we, you know, undo some of that? And you, you, you clearly found a way Absolutely. creating something that, that a child can relate to and having hosting them at your people at your house to do this crafting. Well, the crafting was actually at Burroughs Community Center because oh, okay. we have space there. But this has continued through my daughter. That was 10 years ago. And my daughter is now 16. And for the past um, three years, we have hosted at our house um, Summer Academy, which is a refugee program that Siri runs and it helps refugee youth prepare for the school year while also integrating some camp-like activities. So the end of the program, which is a three-week-long program, ends at my home and there's a barbecue and swimming and we play badminton and soccer and my daughter brings friends and she helps, you know, engage with all the children there. It's like, Susan, I don't know, 23, 25 children come each year. Wow, really passing it on. We're we're listening to Caroline Peck, who's a board member from uh, CIRI, the Connecticut Institute for Refugees and Immigrants, right here on WPKN 89.5 FM, Band Central Radio. So, wow, that was... Susan, tell us about, you know, how did did you even become aware of CIRI and, you know, and, and kind of... What, what's what's your draw? Sure. So I moved um, I moved down to Connecticut on in twenty five twenty oh five, and I had come from um, finance. Um, but my last job before I moved down here was in a grants department. So through um, a friend of mine, I I started working for uh, what's now the Center for Family Justice, uh, doing a lot of compliance work and program development. And just fell in love with the work. I felt like I finally found what my calling was. It wasn't looking at numbers every day, although I do do that at least on a weekly basis <laughs> with my job. We have to keep focused. We have on to the keep numbers. focused. She's a number. She's a numbers gal. Yeah. Um, and we had actually had a project with Siri um, around um, working with survivors of human trafficking. So um, there was a really smooth transition for me um, into Siri. And when I met my predecessor, Claudia Connor, and interviewed her with her, it's like, this is the place, this is the place for me. Um, And it's really, you know, I I get to do so much for so many people. um, And I get to lead an organization that has absolutely brilliant board members. I mean, Caroline is, she's going to get embarrassed now, but is so much more than a board member. I mean, she is, she's part of, she's part of our staff and she's not the only board member that we feel that way about. There's a number like that. And an absolute incredible team of very dedicated folks um, who, who want to welcome. We use the words, welcome people, welcome newcomers. What we really do is helping folks who are fleeing violence and helping them rebuild their lives, rebuild their community, um, find their way in the world in a space that's very different from where they came from. Right. We only need to go back a generation or two or three to where at some point we were all either refugees or immigrants. Yes. So, yeah. so uh, and, and, and the, the energy... It's almost like the same way we need entrepreneurs in in the world. Yes. You know, we need people that want to pursue the American dream and find a a, a legitimate legitimate way to do that. And and innovate, right? I mean, when we bring people in from other cultures and other countries, there's a lot of knowledge that we do not have here. Um, my, I'm a few generations out. My grandparents on one side came from Italy, great grandparents on the other side from Ireland and England, um, all fleeing poverty. 
And now we're, you know, third and fourth generation. There's over a hundred of us doing all types of different careers. But what they brought with them was their culture. And that's what we see with our clients. They bring their culture, they bring their experience, and they bring their innovation. You know, dear dear PKN listener, the, the reason I, I really am happy that you're getting to know Susan and Caroline um, as people, you know, and that's part of what this interview is about. Because in reality, to know Siri, I don't know exactly what it means to know a company, but I can tell you, to me, when I think of each of the nonprofits, I think of who's leading that and who are the people. And I can tell you that um, I have a lot of confidence. This is a power duo here that we have in Susan and Caroline and really the whole, the whole, the whole team, the whole team there. And so when you're thinking about going to an event or if you're even thinking about donating to Siri, what you've got is money that's going to be really responsibly well spent, strategically deployed, and, um, you know, a lot of heart in that community. And I, I'll add, it's the same way that I, I wanted you, dear PK and listener, to get to know Carol Sylvan. And that, um, you know, it's one thing to hear somebody on the radio and hear their song, and it's another to really get to know Carol and find out where she came from and how, you know, some of the things that we talked about today, using music for her own healing and hearing her perform in a, a really unrehearsed uh, parlor kind of way, you know, a very exposed. Yeah. So it was very beautiful. Sounded so, great. Yeah, it was wonderful. Let's go Thank back. You. Let's go back and just talk a little more about Siri. Sure. So what are the priorities for Siri right now? So um, I'll let Caroline talk about one of our priorities, which is finding more space. And I'll tell you why we are looking for more space Um, over the past year and a half. Elon Musk. Can does know he? something about space. He does. Oh, I don't think Different kind mean. of space. We, okay, do, sorry. we do have satellite offices, but I don't think we want to be that far away from our main office. Right, Although some days there may be people that would love that. Um, so we have, we have grown um, by about a third. Um, so we, so we have, we started off about 45 employees now are up to 65, um, largely in response to crises around the world and the crises, um, some of which you hear about in the news and some of which you don't. So of resettling the Afghans, there are about 85,000 folks who fled Afghanistan to come to the U.S. Connecticut has resettled probably over 1,500 of those um, in various forms. In Syria, about 250 folks that we are working with still continually as they're making their way here. In the, in the U.S., um, the U- Ukraine, the war in Ukraine, uh, we are working with about 170 folks who have fled Ukraine and more are coming. Um, people are here in the state, about 2,000 folks that we know of from Ukraine, uh, living with their sponsors and now looking to forge paths out on their own um, as it looks like people are, have nothing to go back to and will not be going back anytime soon. Um, those you hear about in the news, what you don't hear a lot about are the number of uh, folks who have fled Haiti and who are coming here into the state. We're serving about mm. 150 folks now. We have almost three households that come in every single week looking for help. Um, it's something we are funded to do. Um, it's something we, were, we are proud to do. Con- um, Connecticut has long had yes. a relationship with Haiti, isn't yes. that right? Because I remember yes. back when we did the con- we did a concert for Haiti mm-hmm. uh, back around the time, way back when, the time of that the earthquake. Yeah. And I, I just remember being shocked by how many people in the greater Bridgeport area yes. are Haitian. A lot mm-hmm. of community, which is why people come, right? You come to places where you you have you have community. Um, and again, that's, I mean, I was just reading this morning, uh, you know, the violence is only getting worse. Yes. Yeah. Really yeah, my worse. Family, their- yeah, my, fa- my father's family is from Haiti. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I have gone down there and much as I love it, I wouldn't make myself go back. Yeah. I just couldn't. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not too, safe. It's at not the safe at all. It's not yeah. safe. Not safe. And that's that's horrible, right? That's horrible. That and it's you a can't beautiful country. Beautiful the people country. themselves oh, are beautiful. Gorgeous people. people. Gorgeous beautiful. People. Their hearts are so pure. Yes. But 
Yeah. other people. And Caroline, yeah. were you going to add a little something to the priorities of Siri? I know Susan started off and was going to also have you kind of say your perspective on the direction yeah. and strategically. Um, what, what's important now for Siri? Well, a number of things, but the, right now a major focus that I'm working on with the team of people, it's the new building committee. We are looking for a new space. Siri needs a new home. As Susan mentioned, um, our program growth has been explosive. Uh, refugee services alone grew 400 percent since mm-hmm. 2018. Um, and right now, the staff in Bridgeport is scattered across three different properties. Our headquarters at 675 Clinton Avenue, but then we're at Bessemer Center and at Burroughs. And that's not efficient um, or economical. And um, our model, our business model is highly integrated services. So our clients tap into different areas. A refugee will use our immigration legal services, our survivor services for survivors of torture. Many of our refugees, 40% of refugees are tortured. So you have our clients seeing multiple service areas and we're housed in three different buildings. So that's not convenient for them either. So if we had a building that was big enough to house all of us, that would help us deliver our client services better. Um, It also allows for program growth. And as we've talked about, that's exploding. And it would help with our, we have um, a number of different workforce development programs, and we'd be able to expand that. Right now, it's focused on refugees. We could also open it up to immigrants. We also would be able to build a computer kiosk room if we had that for clients, because many don't have access to broadband. So we would have a room where they could come and use a computer and Uh, students could come and improve their technology skills. And the other thing we'd love with a new space is a room that would have supervised care for children when the parents meet with their caseworker. Right now, you meet with the caseworker, kids are running around (laughs) under the desk. (laughs) It's it's not. So here you are, you know, getting incredibly critical information from your case manager and you're distracted by your children. So if we had a room that we could have the children safely watched while their parents meet would be terrific. So we're, um, you're probably wondering how we can fund this. And there is a bond from the state of Connecticut that we will be applying for. And we do really meet the criteria they're looking for because they're looking for broadband access, workforce development, and green tech. And so the building that we go into, we would look to update the mechanicals to be more, you know, environmentally yeah. uh, productive. <clears throat> well, so. that, that it sounds really important. Yes. You know, yeah. you're, you're ticking through all the areas that Siri touches. You know, we don't have time really to tip really get into it but how can people learn more or another way of phrasing the question how could people get involved because you know in a way both of you have had a life-changing experience through your roles at siri um how could other people begin to explore maybe this could be an outlet for them a way that they can help and communicate and be creative Yes, for sure. Um, so if you go to our website, uh, SiriCT.org, um, you'll see that we have a number of volunteer opportunities. Um, we like to keep those as broad as possible, one-time opportunities. So if you have a group of friends or um, Caroline did a lot of work a couple of years ago with school groups, you want to get backpacks together, personal care items, um, items for the babies or for the kids, um, that's a great way to do it. If you want to be involved a little longer term, um, we're starting a community navigator program where we will match folks um, with specific uh, jobs. Um, and one of those would be you know, taking families to the library. Our public mm. libraries are absolutely pheno- phenomenal. And showing our folks how you can utilize the library, transportation assistance, where to find the grocery stores that have the food that you want to eat. So and, it's, those, and that could be discovered and through going discovered. to Siri, Yes. So that's really the place to go. And, um, yes. you, you know, when people could email there, they could maybe they could even email there's you. A way to si- there's a way to sign up. Um, there too. And also just very quickly, um, we have a lot of great committees um, and we are always looking for community members to join us in a more meaningful way through our committees. And that is really a path um, to be to becoming a board member. All right. Well, this has the band central two thumbs up. Uh, tell us more about the event coming up on April 20th at Park City Music Hall because band central and Siri are partnering. Yes, we are going to be there. <laughs> 
And, and Carol, Carol, and Carol, and Carol were all there. there. So I am so excited after hearing you sing, and Carol and I now go way back, about yes. half an hour. Um, we are in for a, a huge treat. We are uh, April 20th at Park City Music Hall. We are funk and soul, and we are there to get down, have some fun. Rob, do some good, as Van Central does. I love, I love Van Central's tagline. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is, um, you know, it's a way to come, um, bring your friends, get introduced to Siri. We do have a paddle raise, so it is a fundraiser. Um, where do you, where do you go to buy tickets? Do you go to the you fair, go to the you go website, to Park City website, or the you, Siri website? You can go to both websites. Um, you can either find website. us either website. You can you can get to us. Um, if you have trouble on the website, our main phone number is 203-336-0141. Uh, give us a ring. Um, we'd love to see you all there. It's going to be a really, really fun night with incredible music. All right. Well, when you hear this music, it means we've entered our closing segment. Okay. And we just have a couple minutes here. So, hey, you know, speaking of Park City Music Hall, I'm actually playing there this coming Sunday, April 2nd, from 3 to 5.30. Yeah, just with my duo partner, Barry Blumenfield. So I was going to say, if you're a nonprofit or you're anybody who just wants to come meet me, come down to Park City, have an afternoon drink or uh, see the lovely venue and we can chat and you can hear me and Barry play a couple of tunes. Who knows who might show up? Maybe even Carol Sylvan if she's in the neighborhood. (laughs) And um, I want to quickly say thank you to uh, Audrey Neforis, Paula Murphy, Andy Cadison, and our guests, Carol Sylvan, Susan Schnitzer, Caroline Peck, and Andy, uh, Steve DiCostanzo. Our next show is Monday, April 24th, and our guests will be saxophonist Rob Somerville from Kung Fu and Deep Banana Blackout and FTC producing director John Reed. Carol, what was your favorite moment of the show? We got 10 seconds. Oh, God, there were so many. Um, One was... What Susan had said about the, the innovation that immigrants bring that sometimes get ignored here, but they do have great innovations. Um, playing with you as always. You know, well, darling, gonna, I love we're you. We're going to leave it right there. <laughs> Take good care, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.